Welcome to Cock Talk. I'm your hostess, Naughty Nips, with the mostest big honkin' nipples maybe you've ever seen. They're always saying, suck me, suck me. It's cock time, cock o'clock, ready to rock. And I bet there's always a cock out there that's saying, suck me, suck me. Well, what made me decide to start a podcast is honestly due to a good friend of mine just a few days ago who mentioned to me that porn podcasts are the new thing. Well, one thing I know about when first things first come out, or new trends, if you will, you want to get in right away. But then I really thought about it. I thought, I think that this one is going to be a little bit more unique, because immediately, her and I were actually hanging out at a, at a bar, and um, it's called Twin Peaks, which is similar to a, um, what you call it, a Hooters, you know, the the girls, waitresses, bartenders, they're wearing scantily clad clothes, looking all cute and sexy and stuff, walking around with their, their buns hanging out. So her and I, seeing that we're both strippers, and we're older and all too, but we're both good looking. We're cougars, that's for sure. So we go in there, we're hanging at the bar. Yeah, a little bit later, guy buys us a drink. Then we start talking to another guy, and he's he bought us a drink. And then we started getting this whole conversation and we let them know that we're strippers, and of course I have to talk about my big nipples, and then she mentioned how big my nipples are, and this guy is getting all excited. He's like, wow, these chicks are cool, you know? I mean, how often do you go anywhere and you start talking to a couple women, and they, they're just openly, you know, speaking like this <laughs> and admitting that they're dancers also. So we were talking about this podcast thing, and her and I are both like, darn, we should do this, but we're like clueless how you even create one. So as we're sitting there, the guy, his name is Peter. Imagine that, Peter. Peter makes me think of a cock, sucking a cock, a dick. Peter, Peter, the pumpkin eater. Anyhow, so he gets on his phone and he looks. How do you create a podcast? You know, you can Google anything, right? And sure enough, it showed, you know, all these different apps and and steps you can go through. So I'm like, you know, I need to check this out a little bit further. Well, the whole thought was that it was going to be like a porn show. That's what I was thinking right away. But then I really thought about it. I'm like, wait a minute here. Just recently, I actually started writing down my naughty lines and rhymes because I've been an entertainer for almost 30 years. I've owned businesses. I've lost businesses. I've worked in sales. Well, being a dancer, believe me, is the most extreme of sales that you could ever do (laughs) or get into in reference to um, selling yourself, if you will. And no matter what, we all sell ourselves. No matter what we do for a living, we're all whores. Excuse me for saying, but it is what it is because we're all selling ourselves personally as individuals in reference to our self-confidence level and, and whatnot. But um, I thought, you know, this could go in a, into an inter- interesting direction because I just recently started writing down my naughty rhymes and lines because I'm like the naughty rhymer. I come up with these sayings. I'm very witty, sometimes off the cuff. I'll be talking to a customer, and I just start saying something in reference to his cock. Like my way of saying hello when I go up to a guy is, hey, hey, what's your cock got to say? You know, that's just normally my hello. 
it comes out of my mouth without me even thinking about it. And But what's interesting is the guy looks at me like, well, nothing yet. Sometimes they don't even flinch like, oh, nothing, just hanging out, having a beer. And then other guys are like, oh, wow, well, that's an interesting way to say hello. And I say, well, you know, I like to be different rather than being boring and just coming up to a guy and saying, how are you doing today? Or would you like company? Which you never ask an open-ended question. I just plop my ass down or start talking and then go from there. But anyway, so it just kind of made me think, you know, I really need to try to give give this a try. So I looked for some apps in reference to podcasts, and I chose one to upload on my phone. And voila, here I am. And I'm thinking, well, how do I start this? I have no idea. Do I start it with talking about cock? Do I just start with a bunch of lines? And I'm like, well, I can't just talk about my lines because I only have so many. And I was going to wait until I had at least 50 lines or more um, before I was going to maybe have a little book published. But I thought, well, why not incorporate the naughty lines and rhymes into this podcast? And, you know, there might be people that, that want to listen to this. I'm a very straight-up person. I call it like I see it. I mean what I say. I say what I mean. Unfortunately, there aren't enough people who are like that. I'm a real person. I can't stand females who, because they're a stripper, they feel like they're entitled to just not have to do anything or not have to talk or not have to use her personality. Or, oh, the girl has a boob job, so she doesn't have to talk but she can act like a bitch and, you know, blah, blah, blah. That just makes me want to puke. My nipples are real, damn it, and I'm proud of them. And I hate wearing bras. I absolutely hate wearing bras. I really wear bras. Only if I'm going somewhere where I need to look respectful, where would that be? I'm not really sure. But anyway, it's a rarity that that I wear a bra. But I'm going off into a tangent here. So I thought, all right. Well, what I did is I actually listened to a couple podcasts. And one of them was, uh, I don't even it was under the porn category, which I don't really understand why it was, because I started listening to it. It was a, a man. And he was so monotone, and he talked really slow. And it was like, wow, this is, no, this Uh uh-uh. I shut it off and I thought, all right, well, basically you start talking and I figured why not start it out with welcome to cock talk and this is cock talk. A lot of it will be cock talk, but um, I uh, got got a brain fart there. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've ever seen any of the episodes of Seinfeld which, I mean, that show is so funny. Well, not long ago, I saw the one episode where Kramer and Jerry, I don't know if they were walking through an alley or what, but they walked by this big dumpster, and Kramer got so excited. He saw the, uh, the stage set that was thrown out for the Merv Griffin show. And so he got the furniture to his apartment. He set it up in his apartment as if it was a stage, and he was the host, and he had different people come on there as his guests. And I just 
I just thought that was, it was a crack up. It was so funny, but it was actually in his apartment. And I was watching this, and I haven't seen Seinfeld in so long, and I thought, I'm like, wait a minute, is this really a stage set? Or is this really a show? Or is this his apartment? And then after a while, I'm like, all right, okay, girl, wait a minute. You know, you've watched Seinfeld before. You know, this is in his apartment. But it was so funny. So then I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I could picture myself with a stage, a stripper stage with a stripper pole, you know, in my, in my living room and me talking. So basically, I guess kind of that, that's what this is. What's in your mind? You know, what are you thinking about at the time? So my stage set is in a strip club, um, talking to guys. But to back up for a second, a um, number of years ago, I had actually built up an entire rental home business. Yes, while dancing, believe it or not. You can be smart and still be a stripper. Unfortunately, there aren't enough girls. It's really sad that that aren't and don't take the bull by the horns. But I had to walk away from the entire business, which was absolutely horrible. 30 properties, 57 creditors were discharged in the bankruptcy. That was many moons ago now. Took me a long time to get over that, but oh my lord, it was horrible. But there's a lot of people that went through it after the mortgage bubble popped. I'm not the only one, I'm sure about that. So you know what? You just you get up, you wipe the dirt off, and you move forward. Well, it was a matter of I was trying to decide, am I going to go back to stripping where cash is king, or should I get a job um, in sales? outside sales of some sort, which is really I would be best at, which I have worked at before, because sitting in an office with a bunch of women or or to get caddy and all that, I've done that before, been there, done that, and had problems, and I said never again. I I just can't be stuck in an office anyway. Nothing against women. I love women. I'm a woman, but just not my thing. I've got to be out. I've got to be able to feel like I have freedom, not be stuck um, in a cubicle, like I'm in a cage, kind of, kind of setting. And oh gosh, it's twelve o'clock. I can go to, I can go to lunch now. So I decided, okay, what are you gonna do, girl? Because it was a matter of, should I um, attempt to get into pharmaceutical sales, which at the time, entry level was starting at about seventy thousand a year, which is pretty damn good, of course. But then I had the fear of thinking it would be in my luck that once I got into it, that companies would start merging, and then I would be booted. And that would be after I'm just getting into the rhythm of it, getting a momentum going, maybe getting clients and all that, and then I might be gone. And I thought, you know, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to go that route. So I decided to go back to dancing again. So I polished up my nipples and said, okay, here we go again, girl. But um, yeah, it's been a, an interesting, interesting ride. People are a trip, and every time that I think I've heard everything, I realize I have barely heard anything. The things that people come up with, the things that guys say, um, in reference to the the girls I work around and how they conduct their lives, it's just a trip, like being in the twilight zone, actually, sometimes. But my attitude is whenever I go into a strip club to work, which is normally the day shift, 
It's 12 o'clock. Or 12 o'clock. I'm getting tongue-tied already. It's 12 o'clock. Cock o'clock. Ready to rock. Like whenever another dancer would come up to me and ask me what time it is, I'd say, it's 2 o'clock. Or it's 2.45 o'clock, and it's really funny how the girl will, like, look at me like a light's not going on. I'm like, come on, girl, with it. You know you're, you know where you're at? You're in a strip club. Get with it. Get your mindset going here. Get psyched up for this. You're going to be here for seven hours. <laughs> but it's, uh, oh, had another brain fart here. Well, this is the first segment, and I'm just trying to, get my role going here and and just you know figuring out how this is going to go I was really thinking that I was going to have a a type of an organized setup and then I thought you know what why do that just go with it start talking and in reference to the little book that I was I was going to write or who knows I might I might still write it but I was thinking, okay, what would be the reasons that I could state that I'm writing this book? And here's a number of them. Okay, to read this book, or to read these naughty rhymes and, li- and lines, if you want or simply need to spark up your love or sex life, if your man or your partner is on work overload and too stressed out, if you are an exotic dancer, if you are not naturally a witty person, if you are not a very playful type of person but want to become one, and by which I am a playful type of person, and when I'm in the bar especially, my whole attitude is to act the complete opposite of what most, how most women act at home. And I, I get it. I understand. Lives get in the way. People work. There's kids. There's life, there's stress, there's life, there's more stress, there's life, and there's way too much stress. I'm not knocking women at all, and I have never been married for a really long time, so I wouldn't even have a clue of what that's about. But there is a reason why men go to strip clubs. You know, you can't, you can't deny that. Um, also, if you're, if you're too serious of a person... And what I found is that by creating a visual picture, you can break down the barriers that the stress and daily complications of life can create. And that's the bottom line there. So, you know, if you're with your your husband or your boyfriend or whoever, and you want to get into a playful mode, but you know that he's had a really difficult day or he's had a difficult week, and you're thinking, well, gosh, he's not in the mood or he's being kind of cranky or whatever, then what you do is you just have to change your mindset, and you have to kind of mentally force yourself to get into a playful mood or do something to help yourself get into a playful mood. You know, maybe go in the bathroom for a few minutes and start playing with yourself and just start thinking about his cock or start thinking about anybody's cock. Any hard cock will do. (laughs) Mentally, who cares? And... Go out there and have a whole new attitude and just start being all sexy and playful and say, hickory dickory dock, my pussy, my mouth, and my hands would love to be on your cock and kind of, you know, be straddling over him a little bit, putting your boobs in his face and just, you know, playfully getting up next to him. And I bet you... 
He'll change his attitude. But um, anyhow, this is the first segment of Cock Time or Cock Talk. Cock Time, Cock Talk, whatever. Whatever it has to do with cock. <laughs> this is Naughty Nips, and I will talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>